I am very picky about candles. I keep them burning around my house all the time. So many home fragrances smell very unnatural, super sweet, chemically, and just smell like the part of the mall you cannot wait to escape. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and toxicity in our air, I am even more picky. That's why I am so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth friendly option without giving up high quality fragrance that actually seems amazing. The candle industry has major problems. Almost 2 million candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years. Yes, that's right. 1 million. Absolutely insane. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again, again, and again so you don't become a part of the problem. It is so easy to use, guys. The candles are made up with fragrance wax beads so all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar fill it up with the wax beads enjoy your fragrance up to 36 hours and then just do it all over again when you're ready for a new one you don't have to settle for less than exciting fragrances with notes either in fact their collection of 13 amazing fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in south carolina and they are to die for y'all i have one burning recently and i have been loving burning the santel and atlas cedar scent it's woodsy, calming, smells just like some of the bougiest fragrances on the market. I love it. They have so many other ones like oat milk and balls and berry, vanilla and pepperwood, and so many. I love them all. So be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash healthy. Right now, Notes is giving listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a Notes starter kit using code HEALTHY. Just use code HEALTHY when placing an order. That's code HEALTHY at notescandle.com slash healthy. So podcasts have really popped off in the last couple of years, and I feel like a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, Janine, how do I start a podcast? And I'm here to help you out today. So if you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, because I absolutely love podcasting. I think it is so fun and I think everybody should do it. So if you guys are interested in starting one, Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super, super easily. And even on the platform as well, they will distribute it everywhere for you. And then you can even earn money, which is so cool. It's all in one place and it's completely for free. It is called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works. So Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts literally right from your phone or your computer. It's super, super easy. So no matter what y'all setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. So don't feel like you have to have it all together to start when you can start today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. Also, what is so great is if you do want to have a video feature, video podcasts are available on Spotify and I have that on mine and I think it's just so fun and engaging for my audience to be able to see me on Spotify as well. So with Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. So definitely check that out. And here is the best of all point of this. It is completely free with no catch. So ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just feel like it has been so engaging. I feel like I'm loving the options that that Spotify is giving me with Q and A's and polls and 
even having video. So I highly recommend you guys give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app, or you can go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You guys are going to love this. If you've been wanting to start it, this is your sign. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. I'm your host, Janina Mopola. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, if you are new here, welcome. I am so happy and so honored to have you here. I post these every single Tuesday. You can watch this on Spotify, YouTube, and listen on Apple Podcasts as well as Anchor. So if you guys want to see my face, you can. And if you're watching the YouTube video, you can see that I look like a baldy right now because my hair is completely slicked back, but that's okay. I'm just going to rock that today. I do want to let y'all know today before I get into this episode that I am going to be putting out a trigger warning because we are going to be talking about body image a lot and food and potential eating disorders and just all that with insecurities and weight loss and body image. And I know this can be very triggering for some people. So I wanted just to throw that out there, but I'm hoping that this is not triggering and I'm hoping that this is actually healing and therapeutic for you instead that I can provide some hope, some answers within this heavy, big, weighty, lofty conversation of body image. That is what today's episode is going to be about. It might be a long one, so I hope you guys, you know, enjoy it and are in a good spot. Maybe you're on a walk, maybe you're in the car, maybe you're listening with a friend, whatever the case may be. Thank you for listening. If you're a returning listener, thank you for joining me for another episode of Happy and Healthy. It is always an honor. I love helping you guys out and helping you be happy and healthy in your life. Something that I have not done in a minute, and I used to do this a lot, was including y'all's voice memos. And on Anchor, there's a feature where you guys can submit these. I love hearing these. I haven't promoted this in a while, so I haven't gotten any in a while. And that's also why I haven't done them in a while. So I wanted just to include someone's in here um, that her name is Lakota, I think. And I want to hear what she has to say. So let's go ahead and play today's voice memo from an amazing listener. Hi, Janine. Thank you so much for your podcast. It's brought a lot of clarity into my life where I need it most right now regarding the toxic and abusive relationship. I am in a 12 step program, adult children of alcoholics and codependent program working the, um, the steps. Um, I have a sponsor, I have a counselor and your, um, podcast was, you know, right on. And, um, I really appreciate it. I feel a sense of loneliness and I listen to uh, podcasts to, help me to not feel so alone, but I want to thank you. I thank you for your insight, the clarity, and your prayers. Thank you so much, and I hope that you come up with more podcasts. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm, like, fully getting emotional. (laughs) Okay, I wasn't expecting that. Oh, my gosh. This is, like, why I do what I do, y'all. Like, oh, I'm getting emotional. I just want to say thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for sharing these and submitting those and listening and joining me every single week. Like, this is why I do what I do. This is not for money or to promote myself. This is genuinely to help people. I want you guys to be 
happy and healthy. And that is within dating and that's within your faith and that's within your body. And that's within so much stuff, mental stuff. And that means the world to me. So thank you so much for submitting that. That was a blessing that blessed me. And please y'all feel free to leave any more. Um, that made me so emotional. Okay. Thank you for submitting that. I think there's something in my, I know there's definitely mascara in my eyes now, (laughs) so I will be back. All right. I am actually back, but I'm back, um, 20 minutes later because something happened and we're good now, but it required my attention. So the lighting might be different and my mood might have shifted, but that's okay. We're back and I'm ready to talk about this topic. So let's dive into today's episode where we talk about body image. Dun, dun, dun. The daunting word. Where's the, where's the sound effect? Yes. (laughs) Scary. I want to talk about body image, working out, making the quote unquote perfect body and idol insecurities, how to get healthy, my journey with weight loss and people commenting on it. This is going to be a little bit of a longer episode, so please bear with me. I'm going to do my best to explain this. I'm also not here to try to offend anyone. I'm doing my best to not try to make anyone feel bad for their body or anything of that sort. That is not my goal or my intention of today's episode. My goal and intention of today's episode is to provide answers, to help you feel less alone, to show you guys what I do, and just to give my overall thoughts on this whole topic of body image and the perfect weight and fit skinny girls and all this, all sorts of things like that. And I do have my notes in front of me. So if you're watching the YouTube video, yes, I will be looking down because I just want to make sure I say the right thing. Okay. So people do ask me all the time on my Instagram about, you know, weight loss and how do I deal with insecurities? Cause I do work out a lot. People see that on my Instagram a ton. So people ask me questions and I would say I'm a pretty fit person, but I wouldn't say I'm the most fit person. I wouldn't say I'm the skinniest queen on your Instagram feed, which is totally fine. Like that's fine, but I'm happy with my body for the most part. I'm very content with where I'm at. And I just know people ask me about all these things, which is why I decided to do today's episode. And overall, mainly what I want is I want you to feel good in the skin that you're in. And I know you probably want the same thing too. And I know with, you know, summer being here, I mean, it's the end of May when I'm filming this episode, when it goes live, it'll probably already be June 1st, which is crazy or May 31st. Summer's here and I get it. There's so much pressure that comes with that of bikinis and going on trips and taking all these pictures and short shorts and crop tops. And I get it. Like that is honestly why I'm not even going to lie. Why summer is probably my least favorite. Now, do I like the adventures and the traveling and the beach and all that? I absolutely do. But There is so much pressure that comes with the summertime. There's pressure that comes with looking good and feeling good and all the pictures and all your friends looking good and being in a bikini in front of guys. And I know, like, I get it. It it is this extra pressure that you're like, man, like, I want to feel good. So I know in the wintertime, that's when you're like hustling and bustling in the gym to try to feel good. And I I do the same thing too, because like, ultimately, yeah, I do want to feel good. I don't want to go on a boat and feel like, oh my gosh, I feel really insecure. That's not fun for anyone, but I kind of want to just address this elephant in the room of all these things. And so I know this can feel overwhelming and I'm going to kind of share, you know, my journey and some tips and my thoughts along my journey with you guys. So number one, I want to address that I am all for healthiness. 
not a number on the scale. The number on the scale, honestly, is so irrelevant. It does not matter because there's so many factors and components that go into the scale. Yes, it can be helpful for some some things, but overall, I want you to feel good. It more matters how your clothes fit and just how you feel overall when you look in the mirror. Above all of that, I am more interested in you being healthy than I am you being skinny. Health is more important to me than you being skinny, but by being healthy, that could not on purpose help lead to weight loss or toning up or being more fit or whatever, if that's what you're wanting. So health can lead inevitably to losing weight. Two, I am not here to say that being skinny is bad. And I'm also not here to say that being not skinny is bad. That's up to you. I am mainly here to promote health, healthiness, being active, taking care of yourself because it matters. Health is wealth. And for your future self, it matters. And so some people are naturally skinny. Like that's just how their DNA is. Their genetics are. That's their their body. So that's why I'm not here to skinny shame. I'm not here to fat shame. That is not what I'm here to do. I am solely here to promote healthiness. And if you have a goal to promote going after that goal and achieving that in a healthy way, hence the name of my podcast, Happy and Healthy, because I'm all about health and being healthy and doing things in a healthy way. I get that. I am also not one of those people that is naturally thin. I have to work for it. If I do not work out, if I don't watch my food, I will definitely turn, you know, a little bit, you know, bigger. I will get a little bit more cellulite on my legs and I will get a little bit more jiggle, all that stuff. And that's okay. But for me, I personally feel a little bit more confident when I'm toned and when I feel good and I... And my body isn't bloated all the time. And we'll, we'll kind of get into that because there is so much that goes into food and fitness. And it's very mental. It's more mental than I think people want to admit and emotional. Number three is I do not think the desire of wanting to be fit or slim down is bad. But sometimes the actions being taken place to get there are what can be harmful. And sometimes I'm going to put in parentheses, or emphasize that sometimes dangerous because sometimes it is dangerous, sometimes it's not. Because if you're putting in the work and you're grinding and you're waking up early and you're watching your food, it's a lot of work. And I want to just applaud you because it takes discipline. And I think that's awesome if that is the journey you're on. And I, again, I'm not here to shame you because that's the journey I'm on. I want to be fit. I want to be healthy. I want to feel good. And it is a lot of hard work and it is a lot of discipline. So I don't think there's anything wrong if that is the path that you want to take. I think that is the goal is to be healthy overall. Get your body moving. Eat the right things. Nutritional foods. Take care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally like my podcast is trying to help you with. I know that there are some health, unhealthy paths to get there, and that's not what I want to promote. And we'll, again, we'll talk about that later. But overall, I want to promote the healthy path of fitness, and I don't think there's anything wrong personally with wanting to be fit and to slim down. I just solely want us to understand that I don't want this journey to be all-consuming for you to understand or for you to think that by being skinny, quote unquote, or being slimmed down, that that is where you're solely going to find happiness. Like just because you lose 10 pounds or you are going to the gym to find your therapy, that doesn't mean that you're going to be necessarily happy. So that's what I'm trying to help you realize is that this shouldn't be an idol or something that you're putting as a pedestal in your life because 
this will not tr- truly bring you full satisfaction. And that's kind of what I'm trying to debunk here right now. But this is your journey. And I want you to do what you think is best for you. But also, I want you to do that within community. I want people to hold you accountable, check up on you in this process, because I know that within this, there's insecurities, there can be unhealthy patterns that come out of this, you can make this an idol. This is something my friend and I will go on walks and we'll talk about this all the time about how we can make our bodies an idol or we can make fitness and health an idol or we can feel guilty when we've gained a pound or two. This is why it's good to not do this alone. There's this saying that says, if you want to go far, don't go alone. So in this journey, please bring in people with you. Have someone hold you accountable. Have a friend do this with you. Take care of yourself. Four, the Bible does tell us that in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20, that our bodies are a temple, meaning we should take care of our bodies. This means that our bodies are God's. Like if this is God's body, then we should be stewarding it well and thinking, okay, God, if this is your body, and this is something that you say, be holy as I'm holy, then I want to treat my body as such. And I want to take care of it because God sees our bodies as something that we should take care of. So in order to honor and respect God, I'm going to take care of my body. And for my 50 year old self, like I want my 50 year old self to be saying, thank you, 28 year old Janine. Thank you. I don't want to have some medical condition dragging me down or to not be fully healthy so that I can't keep up with my kids. Like Lord willing, I want to be fully present, fully healthy at that age so I can be with my children and be a healthy parent to raise awesome kids, you know? And so I've just noticed for me that it does help me feel more confident when I'm more toned and more lean and when I feel good and I'm not bloated and my skin is, you know, glowing because of what I'm consuming in it and my body, all that stuff. But this should not be your end all be all. This is not where you find your identity, all your hope, all your worth, all your value, all that stuff, because it is a slippery slope, which is why this is going to be a journey and something we need to continually check on, check the gauges often. Because making the perfect body an idol is dangerous. Just like everything else in life, it can be fleeting. Having the quote-unquote perfect body does not equate to happiness. Just point-blank period. Because I would be lying if I said I didn't still get insecure. Even though people might look at me on Instagram and be like, oh my gosh, she's fit, she's this, she's working out. I still struggle with anxiety and with insecurities and with, you know, looking at myself in the mirror and having maybe poor self-esteem every now and then and being like, oh my gosh, my thighs are jigglier or my stomach isn't as toned. Like, I'm in that right now. And we'll talk about that. But that doesn't mean that I still can't have joy and I still can't have peace and I still can't be confident and I still can't go in a room and love other people and bless other people. You see what I'm saying? So what happens if you do get sick and you don't have the body you have anymore? Like the thing is that I want to challenge you in is can you still be joyful? Can you still have peace? Can you still believe in God and trust God in that even if your body isn't exactly the way that you want it? And that's what I'm trying to kind of get to is that having a lean tone, perfect body is not everything. It's not all encompassing. It's not where you find peace and joy in life because it's not, it is something that is fleeting because one day you can gain 50 pounds. You can get pregnant. You can get stretch marks. You, whatever the case may be, if your happiness is contingent upon that, then like your happiness is gone. And that's where I'm trying to lead to is that Joy and peace should still be solely upon the foundation of Christ and not just your body. It's important to realize that your body also does not determine your worth, your value, your beauty, 
or your likability, at least around the right people. Because you want people in your corner who see all those verticals, all those values in you, regardless of your appearance. Because your appearance shouldn't be the most beautiful thing about you. It just shouldn't. There should be so many other beautiful things about you rather than just your appearance, period. Like, I want someone to look at me instead and be like, wow, like, I think Janine is beautiful because of the way she loves me, the way she cares for me, the way she treats people, the way she is giving and serving and her heart and so many other things that are more important than the way you look or your body. You see what I'm saying? But I also want, hopefully, that these same people are the same people that are going to help you reach this goal if this is a goal that you have. If you're like, hey, I really do want to lose 10 pounds. That these are the people that are like, all right, how can we do this in a healthy, sustainable way that has long-term and longevity to it and that they're championing you and being in your corner, holding you accountable, fighting with you in this journey, that they're knowing your beauty and your value regardless of your weight, but they're also on this journey helping you get there. That's what I'm trying to help you understand. And this is what I mean about, you know, it should be more than just your appearance because beauty really is and feeling good is about feeling good from the inside out. It's about being happy and healthy from the inside out, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all of these. But I think that bleeds into the physicality part because it is so mental, like food and fitness and all these things. It starts in a very mental place. Emotions can affect the way you eat. Uh, emotions can affect the way you look at yourself mentally. If something's off, it makes you want to eat things or maybe you want to punish yourself in the gym, whatever the case may be. That's why it's important to have these in check before starting the journey, knowing your why, knowing your intentions, knowing your motives, making sure that they're good because otherwise you might be going along this journey in an unhealthy way and that's not what I want for you. It starts from within and changes the outside slowly but surely by making small, healthy steps of success and progress. I've said this before, but we are aiming for progress and not perfection because perfection isn't real or obtainable for anyone, no matter what Instagram or TikTok shows you. Because we have no idea in reality what is going on behind the scenes with some influencer that portrays a perfect life or a perfect body or whatever. Like, we have no idea. We have no idea how she got there, what structure marks she might have, what cellulite she might really have that she's really hiding. Like, we have no idea. So just knowing that we are comparing ourselves to an unrealistic, unobtainable lifestyle. And that's where the social media stuff can be so damaging. There should be influencers that are showing the reality. Like, I want to show y'all through this podcast, like, I don't have it all together. I do have stretch marks. I do have cellulite. I do have jiggly thighs like I just do you know and so we don't know how those influencers are getting there so follow people that are inspiring you and helping you obtain that versus just making you feel more insecure you know so for me where I'm at right now in my journey is I would say I'm I'm making progress I feel okay with my body I'm not totally you know happy with it but I'm wondering like will I ever fully be happy I don't think so Because I think, again, this is a journey. It's not a finish line. Because I don't think with our bodies at any stage of our lives, specifically as you get older, your body will sag more. It'll have more cellulite. You'll have more stretch marks. So I don't think we're ever going to fully 100% feel totally good about our bodies. And maybe you do. That's awesome. I'm like so, so, so proud of you. For me, that's not where I'm at. But 
I don't want to let that stop me from going to places or wearing a swimsuit or feeling confident because I don't want to miss out on precious memories or moments or anything because I'm doubting myself or because of an insecurity. And I don't want that for you either. I don't want you not going on a trip or not hanging out with people or not going on the boat party or not wearing a swimsuit because of your insecurities. I don't want insecurities to stop you from living life and life to the fullest. I truly do believe that confidence is a mindset. But I also know that external things can contribute to that and they are adjustable. But overall, I want your emotions and your mental side to be healthy because like I said, those affect everything else. So for me, like I said, I don't feel totally my best right now. And food has always been kind of something that's been a little interesting for me. Um, I definitely am someone that struggles a little bit with self-control with food and I love to snack. I love sugar. I love caffeine. I love sweeteners. I mean, I love all sorts of things like that. And so I'm on the journey, but I'm proud of myself because if I think how far I've come and the journey I've taken and, and where I was five, six years ago, I am so dang proud of myself. And this is what I'm talking about, where we are aiming for progress and not perfection because Five years ago, I was very unhealthy. I probably had some borderline eating disorder stuff. And that is why I sought out help. I sought out a nutritionist because I was struggling. I was doing diet to diet, fad diet, you know, keto diet, intermittent fasting, you know, all these like cutting out carbs. So, so, so unhealthy. And I had to seek out help because I was struggling. And I'm going to encourage you to do the same because I'm not a professional, People on Instagram are not professionals unless you're following a professional. So I'm going to encourage you, if you're really genuinely struggling, please seek out help and do not do this alone. So I was really struggling. And right now I don't feel like I'm totally like struggling with like those things I struggled with in the past. But I think where for me it's kind of hard is I lost a lot of weight randomly. Like a month and a half ago, a month ago, I got down to the lowest weight I've been in easily six years. And it was so crazy. And What was really hard about it is I wasn't really noticing it until people started commenting about it on Instagram. And then I was like, oh, okay. So I'm starting to get these DMs. People are affirming me saying I look so skinny. I look so good. I lost weight. What was I doing? How did I get there? What was I eating? What was my fitness journey? When in reality, I was really going through a really hard season, like spiritual warfare, a lot of anxiety. I was extremely stressed out. And Because of that, out of my body's response to that, I stopped eating as much, which is a rarity. Your girl loves to eat. I love my pizza. I love my chocolate. I love my ice cream. So this was a rarity for me. And this was my body telling me something is off, which is so important to do is to listen to your body because your body is always speaking to you with anxiety, with depression, with food, with emotions, with stress. All these things, our body is always telling you, hey, something's off. Check your gauges, check your gauges. And this is when I knew, okay, I need to seek out help. I need to talk to a counselor again. I need to speak to a mentor. I need to let someone in. I was struggling. And so my body's response to that was losing weight. And it was hard for me because I thought I was doing fine. I thought I looked somewhat okay. And then I started getting all these DMs from people being like, oh my gosh, you look so skinny. And then in my mind, I'm like, so was I not skinny before? Did I not look good before? Did y'all think I looked chunky before? And this is the danger of commenting on people's weight, the danger of commenting on people's body when they didn't ask for it. 
like giving these unsolicited opinions and things on people's weights when they didn't ask for it is where it is very dangerous. It's different if you're complimenting someone in the sense of, man, you look so good. You know, you look so healthy. You look so fit. But the difference is that I was getting DMs from people being like, wow, you, this is the best you've ever looked. Oh my God, you look so skinny. What did you do? And the danger is that we need to be careful of commenting on people's bodies because we don't know what negative actions behind the scenes that we are potentially negatively reinforcing. Like we don't know. And maybe someone really is working out and they are eating healthy and that's great. That's where you can say, man, you look so good or uh, you look so fit or you look so healthy. And if they're asking for it, then you can definitely give your opinion. But if someone's not really asking for it, it can be potentially very, very harmful. And that's what I noticed happened to me was that when I was losing weight unknowingly, subconsciously, in not the best way, I started to notice that I knew that these DMs were going to affect me because then I was like, okay, people now equate me being skinny to being more pretty or looking better and I'm getting more affirmations. And so to me, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to uphold this? How am I going to stay skinny? How am I going to stay this fit? And I knew This wasn't something that I could sustain. And that's why it bothered me because it wasn't like I was working out all the time. It wasn't like I completely changed my diet. It wasn't like I was on this like amazing health fitness journey and I was doing some drastic changes. It was simply because I was very, very, very stressed out. And it was like my body was shutting down and I wasn't eating. And even though I wanted to eat, it was like I had zero appetite. And I had not experienced that in literally the last six years. Now I'm back to normal meat where I am craving food all the time. I love my food. I'm always eating. I'm always snacking. And so, yes, now I'm gaining five pounds again and I'm gaining weight again. And now it's affecting me because I'm like thinking about the comments again where people were saying, well, you look skinnier when you were five pounds lighter. And that's the danger of commenting on people's weight. So I think we need to be very careful, be mindful of this. And it made me even think, okay, well, I wonder how many times I've done this to people where I've commented on their bodies and made them feel insecure or I negatively reinforced something that they were struggling with. Like we don't know what someone is going through behind the scenes. We don't know if it's trauma, if it's loss, if it's abuse or if they're, you know, having an eating disorder or whatever the case may be. Like we don't know. That's why it's very harmful potentially to be commenting on this. Unless you have relational equity with this person or you feel like you can speak into someone's life or they've asked you or whatever, or you genuinely think something's going on with your friend and you need to ask them, that's the difference. But to just be throwing out these opinions where they didn't ask you is potentially very dangerous. But I'm very strong and I'm very confident in myself and I know my identity is in God and God alone and first and foremost. And so it doesn't really bother me that people are commenting because I'm kind of like, whatever, like I'm securing myself enough to know like it's fine, like comment Thank you for your opinion because I know people don't mean it in a negative way. That's where I'm kind of trying to believe the best. And people are like, I know the way that you genuinely do mean it, so I'm not taking it the wrong way. But I knew that that would mentally probably affect me. And it did kind of make me feel nervous, but I'm still in an okay spot. And so um, now I'm kind of just back on the journey. I'm just doing what I normally do of working out and eating healthy and all that stuff. And so maybe you're wondering, okay, so then what, what is it that you do? What are the steps you're taking? You know, how do you stay healthy? And that's kind of the next portion that I want to get into is what are the reasons that I am, you know, fit or whatever that people may think about me. The reasons why I don't fully tell people all the time of what I'm doing is because I am not a nutritionist. I'm not a trainer. I'm not a professional. I'm not a registered dietitian. 
I honestly cannot be really giving you totally advice because I'm only sharing what works for me because the unfortunate part of this journey, and I know it's so annoying, and I know you hear this all the time, and it really, really, really annoyed me in my beginning stages of my fitness journey too, was that everyone said, this is a very subjective part. This is a very subjective thing. Like what works for me may not work for you. And I remember in the beginning of my fitness journey, I was so annoyed. Like I wanted to throw a brick at my computer and be like, shut up. Like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it because I just wanted someone to give me the perfect formula of success. And in life, in any atmosphere or any sphere at all, that's not realistic. Like there's no perfect linear journey to success. And that's what I wanted. I wanted someone just to tell me what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and I would do it. And that's not realistic. Because I could be following someone's exact macros, exact workout, exact calories, and it would not work. Because my body is not her body. My body is not your body. And I know that's frustrating. I know that's annoying to hear. That's not fun to hear. You probably don't want to hear that. And I'm sorry, but it is a very subjective thing to say. And I I understand that. But that's the part of the journey is you're figuring out what works for you, what makes you feel good, what makes your body blow, what makes your body feel good, what makes you get energy, what workouts do you love? That's just something you're gonna have to figure out. And I think I figured it out. So for me, because people ask me, this is what I like to do. My old self used to think that I had to beat myself up in the gym. I would punish myself in the gym if I ate something unhealthy. I would think, okay, I ate way too much last night, so now I'm going to go and try to burn 600 calories in one workout, which is, uh, that was me making a little X cross out noise. It's not realistic and sometimes unhealthy for you. Like, I think, I, I thought I used to have to go to the gym and just do this insane, intense cardio, pushing myself. And at some point, that is not healthy for your body to do that. And I'll kind of get into the little, a little bit of the science of that because there's something called cortisol. Cortisol is a hormone naturally produced by your body. Created by the adrenal glands located on your kidneys, cortisol is released when you're under stress. This sends your body into fight or flight mode, temporarily pausing regular bodily functions and slowing down your metabolism. While this hormone is essential to survival, it can become harmful in excess amounts. So when you're doing this super, super stressful workout all the time, you're raising your cortisol every single time. And so your body goes into this fight or flight mode and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm in stress, I'm in stress. And it holds onto the fat more because it thinks, well, I'm never going to get food again potentially, or I'm in this fight mode. So for me to produce more energy, I need to use the stored up fat, which gives me energy to go through this workout. And so it's causing your body to hold onto this fat more and it puts your body into this constant state of panic and state of stress, which can lead to weight gain. So this is the science behind it too. It says cortisol stimulates your fat and carbohydrate metabolism, creating a surge of energy in your body. While this process is essential for survival situations, it also increases your appetite. Additionally, elevated cortisol levels can cause cravings for sweetie, sweetie, (laughs) sweet and fatty and salty foods. So this means you're more likely to indulge in a French fry and a milkshake than you are in a well-balanced meal. An excess of cortisol can also lead to your body producing less testosterone. This may cause cause a decrease in muscle mass as well as slow down how many calories your body burns. 
And when you're slowing your metabolism down constantly, that means you're, it's harder for you to lose weight. So that's why now there's this whole trend, and I'm really glad people are talking about this more because I've seen this blow up on TikTok more, and I've, this is something I stopped doing a while ago, is doing these high-impact, high-intensity HIIT workouts 24-7. It's not sustainable, and it's not healthy. So instead, this is why hot girl walks became trendy, and low-stress, low-impact workouts became trendy, and incline walks became trendy because it's true. There really is a science behind it. And so that's why I started to do bar and I started to walk and I gave myself rest days because you need to give your body days where you're not constantly increasing the cortisol all the time. You're not constantly stressed out. You're not constantly like putting your body in this panic mode 24 seven. So there's a balance for me on a Monday. I like to weight train. I like to weight lift. I like to go to a class where there's weights and it's a little bit more intense, but on a Tuesday I might like for today, today's Tuesday. I went on a walk with a friend for an hour. I went on a four-mile walk, and that was relaxing and rejuvenating. And it's also fun because you get to call a friend or go on a walk with a friend, and you get to catch up with a friend. It's low impact, but it's still so good for your heart to walk, to get out of outside. It's good for cellulite. It's good for just um, overall health, mental health. And this is something that is sustainable for you. When you're 50, 60, you can still go on a hot girl walk, Okay. I also like to do a cardio sculpt. So I do a cardio sculpt about once a week because I like to still feel like I have endurance, like I have strength, like I can still push myself, but that is not something you should do five times a week. It's just not. I like to do that at least once a week so I can still get my heart bumping and it's a little bit more high intensity, but this is not something I do every single day. And then I'll maybe do like a bar class or whatever on, you know, maybe every other week. But normally what I like to do is at least hit each body uh, part at least one to two times a week. I might go on a walk two times a week. I might take a bar class one week. I might do a cardio sculpt class a week. It's not a perfect routine, but it's my routine. And that's why I like it. And I have seen this work mainly though. What's going to be important again is the diet, which I know is so annoying, but food really does matter. It is 80% food, 20% working out. So you again have to find what works for you. So that's typically what I like to do is I like to weight lift. So like at least two times a week, I like to go do my own things. I like to try new things. I like things to be exciting. I am not someone that likes to do a sole leg day and a sole arm day and a sole this day. Like that to me is boring. But if that's what you like, please enjoy it. Do it. Find what works for you. But it also depends on your goals. If you're trying to gain muscle and you want to lean, like lean down, then only doing bar is not totally probably going to be that for you. You need to find things that are achieving towards your goal. So I like to mix in weightlifting, bar, sculpting, and walking all kind of within one week. It may not be a perfect routine either. Like maybe there are things I can totally improve in and that's great. But for me, that's what's working. (laughs) Food-wise, some things that I kind of did, and again, it's going to be different for you, but is I just found healthier substitutes. So instead of telling myself, I can never have chocolate. Well, maybe I can have chocolate, but maybe it's instead a dark chocolate that has better ingredients. I tried to find better ingredients Papa John's. I'm kidding. (laughs) Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John. That's their slogan. Um, But instead, I found healthier ingredients. And I found healthy substitutes, which is why I love Trader Joe's. So that place is awesome. So find healthier substitutes. So like I said, maybe instead of indulging on um, a bucket of Baskin Robbins ice cream, you do Halo Top. 
Instead of eating a um, Butterfinger, you eat dark chocolate from Trader Joe's. I also try to add more protein to all my meals, nutritional things like vegetables, um, more water, more fiber. Because having more fiber, I mean, sorry, having more protein is and fiber is going to help your digestive system. And it's also going to keep you fuller longer so that you're not constantly craving sugar and snacks and all these things. And of course, water as well. Secondly, I like to cook at home more than eat out. I know it's so easy to order Postmates. That's more expensive, but also we don't know what they're putting in those foods. We don't know what oils were they're using, how much salt. Salt can lead to bloating. So cook at home as much as you can because then you know exactly what is going on in your food. You have the control over that. So I do very low um, low uh, salt. I try to do you know healthier options for oil. Like I cook with coconut oil a lot. Um and I also don't put that much like seasoning. Like I try not to do too many like uh, dressings all the time. Seasoning is fine, but not too many dressings. I also try to find ways to do lower sugar, lower salt. So when I'm looking at the ingredients, I try to avoid, you know, in an excess of uh, artificial sweeteners or added sugars. Try to find it as raw and natural as possible. And everything in within and everything within moderation. I'm not here to tell you. Cut out all sugars, all dairy, all this, all that. Find what works for you. Because for some people, they might have celiac. Some people might be allergic to dairy. Some people might have be have lactose, you know, problems. So find what works for you. Everything is within moderation. And also, one step at a time. Because if you think about it, 1% every day. 1% seems like, oh, that's nothing. It's just 1%. But 1% doing that every single day, if you looked at the end of the year, That's a 365% improvement at the end of the year if you remain consistent. So small steps matter. Small steps matter. So those are just like some things that I do. But what do I do when I'm feeling either insecure or I'm feeling like, blech, you know what I mean? I just try to remember that it's not all about me. Like I remember that my body does not determine whether people like me or not. And my body also shouldn't overall determine my happiness and my joy and my peace. Like I said in the beginning that there is so much more to offer to people than just my body. Like my heart, the way I love people, the way I care for them, et cetera, et cetera. Because I feel like people aren't going to remember when I die how fit I was. Maybe they will. But instead, they're going to remember how I made them feel and the legacy that I left behind. And that's more what I want to put out. And that's more what I want to focus on. If I show up to an event and I feel insecure, honestly, what I try to do is I try to get the thinking off of myself and onto someone else because that's kind of what I feel like the enemy wants us to do all the time. Like Satan wants us just to think about me, 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 my world, my problems, my body, my struggles. It's just a self-consumption, self-edifying, self-glorifying thing 24-7. And I really think that we're just not meant to live like that. Like it's not all about you. And I'm sorry to break that for you. I'm sorry to debunk all the fitness and all the TikTok things that say focus only about you. It's all about you. This is your time to be selfish. Yeah, maybe for a season. I don't know. But I don't think selfishness is a way that we should consistently live our lives. It's just not. Like that's not the way that we're meant to be. We're meant to be to be fueled up and then pour out, filled up and poured out. And so not only thinking about ourselves because it just breeds more insecurities the more we, the more we think about ourselves all the time. So what I like to do is if I show up to an event and I feel good and then I walk in and then I see another girl and I feel insecure, I'm like, dang, I don't feel as good anymore. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go over there and I'm going to compliment her. And that might be dying to self because 
my ego and my pride and my, you know, catty little girl self might be like, no, I'm not going to go over there and tell her pretty. Why would I feed her ego? Do it anyway. Like die to self. Go over there and bless her. So I would remove the negative thinking off of myself and go compliment her instead. And a lot of it is a mindset. Like I said, it's a mindset of believing I am beautiful, telling yourself that because a lot of it is boiled down and rooted down to your identity. Do you believe you are who God says you are? Regardless of what people say, regardless of the lies that the enemy is telling you, regardless of, you know, how you feel, regardless of the, the comments you're getting on your Instagram, do you believe deep down inside that you are beautiful and good enough regardless of what the world says? Because that's who God says you are, that God does not make mistakes. He chose purposely every single detail your hair your eyes your nose your mouth all these things he chose that perfectly and on purpose and he did not make a mistake and so do you believe that and if you don't tell yourself that every day till you start to believe it and then what I try to do is I get out of my head and I try to just to hide myself and encourage myself and be like okay let me be present let me get the energy off of myself and let me think about someone else Let me be present here and bless someone else instead of my insecurities. And then sometimes what I like to do, and I think this is just important, this is just a reminder, is take the pressure off yourself to always have to look so perfect and look good all the time. Like, who put that pressure on us anyway? You. You did. No one else is putting the pressure on you to be perfect or to look good all the time or to have to be fit or, you know, beautiful or perfect skin or whatever. I know those are all good things and things that we can try to achieve, but it's okay if you don't feel that way all the time. So what I kind of do is I kind of just let myself be as I am. I come as I am and I do the best I can and I let that be enough. Because that's the thing with this journey, there's ebbs and flows. That's why I'm saying this is not a finish line. This is a journey because there's going to be valleys and there's going to be peaks. But who you are in the midst of those valleys and peaks is more important. Who you're becoming along the journey is more important than who you are exactly in that moment. I think there's also just beauty in imperfection. Because being perfect is kind of boring. Having it all together is both unrealistic and also exhausting and also kind of boring. Because it's not realistic. Sometimes when I see people on Instagram who always have it together, I'm like, dang. That's got to be kind of exhausting and boring to to constantly have to maintain this perfect lifestyle that's not realistic. It's humanizing to know that we are all dealing with insecurities, low days, bloating, bad skin days, low energy, low motivation at the gym. So I'm here to tell you right now and debunk that if you ever think that I'm perfect, that I ever have have it all together, here, let me tell you right now, I do not. And neither does anyone else. No one has it all together. Even the quote unquote, that girl that you see on Instagram or TikTok does not have it all together. So I'm here to tell you right now, you're not alone and no one else has it together. (sighs) You can breathe now and know that that's okay. What matters is that we pick ourselves up the next day. We try again. We bless others and we thank God that we can still function. We thank God that we still have a body that we can use. So be grateful for the body while you have it and can use it, not after. So those are my thoughts on all of this. I don't think there's anything wrong if you do want to slim down, if you do want to tone up, if you do want to become more confident, if you do want to lose a little bit of weight, but just know that you're not going to find perfect happiness even when you get there. Like it is not end all be all. Where you are right now is still good enough. 
Like God has never loved you more than he's loved you right now. Even if you weigh a little bit more than you want to, even if your skin is not perfect, even if your hair is fried, even if you have maybe yellow teeth, even if your lashes are stubby or whatever the case may be, you are still good enough and chosen and perfect in God's eyes. And for me too. But we're on this journey together. If that's something that you want is you want to better yourself, you want to grow, you want to feel more happy and healthy, you want to feel more confident, then I say go for it. But bring people along the journey with you so that you do it in a healthy way. Like I said, I'm about you being healthy over perfection or over a number on the scale or over, you know, you becoming cocky or boastful about your body or your weight or whatever. I'm over you being secure and confident and then using that to love other people and bless other people and staying humble. Stay humble because God says in the Bible that he will humble the proud, but he will elevate the humble. So in this journey, stay humble, stay faithful, trust the process because I know there's ebbs and flows. And last but not least, this is why I'm passionate about making this podcast because I want to help y'all. I really do believe that being happy and healthy means taking care of yourself physically. This is part of being happy and healthy. The verticals are mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. That's one of the verticals is physically. So this is all intertwined. Make sure that your emotional side is taken care of. Make sure that your physical side is being taken care of. That your emotional, physical, spiritual side is being taken care of. And the mental side. And if you don't know where to start, that's where I'm going to say, if you are truly, truly, truly needing help, seek out a counselor. Seek out a therapist. Seek out a trainer. Seek out whomever you need to help you along this journey. Professional help. If you're really, really struggling but I believe in you and I know you can do this. Where you are right now is not where you have to stay. Like if you're sad and you're depressed and you're anxious and you're feeling insecure and low self-esteem and you're doubting yourself, I believe in you and I know that you can get through this and you can overcome it just like you did in the past. You've done this once before and you'll do it again. And you just got to know that I'm with you along the journey and God, it will never leave you or forsake you along this process. And you got this. And I love you so much. And thank you for listening. And I really hope this blessed you. I really do. And please know to seek out help in any of these verticals, mentally, physically, spiritual, and emotionally. I have so many other podcasts. I have podcasts with actual nutritionists and trainers and other people that know these topics very, very well that you can go back and listen to. But I believe all this stuff is is all intertwined. You know, your emotional side, your walk with God your anxiety, um, the way you talk to yourself, the way you journal through this, the way you go on a walk, how, what you feed your heart and your mind and your soul, what you're consuming, how you take care of yourself, what you eat, what you drink, all these things, they matter. I want all encompassing overall health and happiness for you. But like I said, it's not a finish line. This is not the progress. This is not the journey to perfection. This is the journey to, um, just seeking overall happy, and healthiness within progress. And I love y'all. You got this. I hope today's episode was a blessing. Let me know if it was. And just know I'm right there with you. Like I would be lying if I said I had this all figured out because I definitely do not. I am not, I'm not perfect. I do not have this all figured out. I am along the journey with you. So just know, sis, we are linking arms. We are on the journey being happy and healthy together. But if I could be any assistant, any help at all, then please sign me up. That's all I want to do is I want to love y'all. I want to bless y'all. I want to be a some sort of resource and tool for you along this journey. So 
Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Don't forget you guys can leave us a review. You can donate if you'd like to. Merch is coming soon, so stay tuned. And y'all are just the best. I hope this was a blessing to you. Let me know any other thoughts you guys have. And I really hope this wasn't triggering in any way, but more just healing and therapeutic. And um, yeah, I will see you guys again next Tuesday for another episode of Happy and Healthy. Until then, stay happy and healthy. See y'all next Tuesday. Love y'all. Peace out, Girl Scout. Bye, y'all.